Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kjol Sawalia, er LMFM, commissioned by Create Loud, the art service of Loud County Council, with support from the Arts Council and Drogheda Credit Union, with branches in Trim and Bettystown, proud sponsors of Fla Kiln Heron. Your lads and lasses all around, give ear unto my song. And if you pay attention, I won't delay you long. It's of the pretty fair maiden I do adore. And I'd style her the phoenix. We are on a beautiful hillside in Balgatherin in County Louth, just a few miles from where the main protagonists in this story lived. Hill of Rath is a few kilometres in one direction, Tenure is a few kilometres in the other. The people we're talking to today are the son and grandson, respectively, of one of the most important singers in Irish history, a lady named Marianne Carlin. Pat Carlin is her son, Stuart Carlin is her grandson, and both of them have continued the extremely rich singing tradition that she was a part of. We'll talk to them about their own singing, we'll talk to them about Marianne, and we'll also talk to them about the area, and we'll find out a little bit more about Marianne's own family, who are incredibly musical as well. Stuart Carlin. Stephen are. McArdle, how are we? Great, thank Good you. Good to see you. Thank you so much Come for in. welcoming us into oh, your home. Oh, you're more than welcome. Long time no see. Honestly. You're keeping well. Okay, great. So, basically, what we're talking about here is four generations of, of singers, at least. If I could ask you, Pat, first of all, about Mary Ann Carlin, because, of course, she was your mum. Like, she was from uh, Tenure originally, is that correct? Tenure, it's a place called Ratdanya. It's between the road if you leave Cullen and you head for Tenure Chapel. It's on that stretch on the right hand side. The old home is still there. My first cousin, Patrick O'Shaw, the next generation again, he, still, he lives there. Like, like when Mary Ann was growing up, yeah. um, that house must have been absolutely full of music. As I, as I remember from from very young age, we'd go down on what we call the horse and yoke or the trap. Particularly on Sundays, the whole family. It belonged to the old uh, home in Rattanel. Her father would be there, her brother would be there, Pete would be there, and God knows how many more musicians. The place would be full of them. I mean, some of them up in the hay barn, you know, the old hay barns, 
with the bagpipes, they'd be playing up there because if they, they played in the house, they'd blow the roof off. But they'd be up on the hay barns. That's true. So, but you could still hear because the bagpipes carried so far and everybody would be singing and it'd be just uh, three or four hours and then, of course, come evening time, they'd all have to get on with farming chores, you know. Our whole family seemed to be just able to pick up any instrument and play. They had a hint of jeans, you know, obviously, you know. But And then maybe in our house as well, they'd come sometimes to our house in the Hill of Rath and there'd be nights there. So it, I was just rare, don't I? On a Sunday, you know, she'd, um, she'd, if, if she wasn't going anywhere, she'd go down where we used to know them as the parlour and um, she'd bring her concertina, her tin whistle, tin whistle and her fiddle. And she played there for hours. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know many songs she gave to the archives. Like, it's a, a couple of hundred. But I've never, ever, ever seen her with a piece of paper and a pen. Never. All up there. And Pap was the same. And her father seemed to be the same, you know. That the father used to bring them all to bed, bring his pipe, his, his concertina, or he played. Oh, he also played the fiddle. But he'd bring one of the instruments with him, and he'd tell them stories, sing them songs, and play them. That's the way that family worked. I'm afraid, <coughs> for my part, I let it down a lot. But you know, they were just music, music. They, it was. They just lived for it. Yeah. We should point out, Pat, at this stage that you have a fantastic store of songs and that you're a terrific, uh, very accomplished singer in your own right while you're doing yourself down there. <laughs> well, I do from listening to you in, for years in Carberry's pub and we'll talk about Carberry separately actually because that's an important part of the story now as well. Um, but So that's incredible. So it was a very, Im- Im- like everyone was immersed in music in the household, obviously. It was very much... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Pat Senior, Mary Ann's dad, your grandfather, he was recorded by... Uh, Kieran McMahon about Kier RTE in the 60s yeah. and like Marianne was too what, was there a point at which like when the the, the the album on topic songs from the Irish tradition which is very very well known by, by folk music fans and musicians yeah. all over the world oh, it became a seminal yeah. album yeah. Um, like how did she respond to that like to being recorded and to, was she was it very natural to her was she happy yeah, with that she, or? She, um, in fairness to Sean Cochran. Sean Cochran got wind of through Miss Cabri that Pat Bosher was out the road playing. He, he was, Pat was playing this in the Emerald Cayley band with Miss Cabri. That's how that connection was. He was playing in the band ball. He played the, the fiddle with the strobe on it. Nobody called the strobe, okay. strobe fiddle. And he, Sean was coming a young lad then in 16 or 17. He was asking about it. And he, she told him to go to to Pat Osher and, and Brad Donald. And when he went out, he, he went out there and he had, he, he was delighted with what he found with Pap. But Pap said, go up the road, my, my sister even better. And Sean said, like he often said it to me, I couldn't believe there could be anyone better. But when he did get up the road, my mother was, as a singer, you know, she had, a, she had such a, a repertoire of songs, you know. So that's how that happened. And in fairness, like, to Sean, Cochran and Helen, to a point, you know. She she probably would have died just a, a, a farmer's wife, and nobody would have known her. But when Sean came, 
sure he was couldn't believe it like me but at those years she'd be up there uh, Irish dancing like I remember Irish dancing not to bother not seven years away like she'd fly it and she'd were all absolutely bowled over with this old lassie in the late 60s at the time you know and the uh, repertoire songs and her playing and whatever and then he started bringing out Brendan Brannock wasn't he Brendan Brannock and Kieran McNahuna and all that and then they came from everywhere and my father hated them for a different reason. He was damn jealous of her, you know. Oh, they're all coming here, stealing your songs, and they're going back to England, and they're going here, and they're going there, and everywhere. And they're selling your songs, and you're getting nothing out of it. And her answer to that was, look, what's the point of me bringing this to Tully Allen Graveyard? You know, well, what will that do to anyone, you know? So then I think it was round in, after, like, I ran six kids, and that wasn't easy, so I didn't have much time. But then after... I got a bit of space down it. I thought I started listening to her, her the, the tapes, the tape and I had of her. And I thought, God, I can sing these things, you know. So that came about, like you know. So Pat, do you have a sense, like, of all the songs that in her enormous repertoire of songs, do you feel there's anything of Mary Ann's? Like, obviously, she was recorded a fair bit between the Irish Traditional Music Archive and 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 the album. Do you feel there's any of her songs that actually slipped the net though that we might have lost or that? Well, I'd I done an awful lot of recording on an, an old set. It's about 20 years ago, I put them into the Jeep to give them to Ben Cochran in Sunnyside. And I put them into a briefcase to give them to him. And I didn't get up for a couple of days, but wasn't the, wasn't the Jeep stolen? Mm. I got the Jeep back after a week and forgotten still about the tapes. And Mick Callaghan, the guard, came into the factory one day with the, with the briefcase and some of the tapes in it. He said to me, go down to the 19th, past the golf course, go straight into the wood. There's a heap of stuff there belong to you. And I went down there and I picked up about 20 tapes. Not one of them would play. I cried. But like, <clears throat> I remember about 15 years ago, I was below in Kerry. There was a music shop up the street and it was blaring this song. And I immediately clicked, another song. And I'll tell you what the song was. Um, John O'Hallan. Ever hear My name is John O'Hallan. I'm 81 years old. I left my home in Trally Town in the search of fame and gold. I left my home in Trally Town in my twenty-second year, I would dig the gold on England shore, and I'd make my fortune there. So I ran up the street, I did the shop, and I got the sun. And I got all in. And there could be twenty-two more, I don't know. So, Stuart, can I bring you in at this point? Because, like... Your awareness of, of Marianne as your grandmother mm. and the songs and that extraordinary story. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sort of songs and stuff. Where did your awareness of that begin? Well, um, I suppose I don't think I became aware that she had an album or she had been recorded or any of that till I was much older. Like when I, well, She died when I was only seven, so... To me, she was just my granny, and she sang a few songs, so I, I didn't know there was anything. I thought everybody's granny sang songs, you know. But myself and Jenny used to go down every Saturday afternoon to her, and she would she would teach us a song. We'd, we'd cross the field, and we'd get to the house, and she'd teach you two lines of a song every week. And you had to come back the following week and sing your two lines, and if you knew your two lines, you got your rhubarb and custard. If you didn't know your two lines, you went hungry. You know, so that was her, her way of encouraging us to sing the songs, you know. But it wasn't until much later, until when I started going down to Carberry's with Dad, that I really, that I really. Well, I we had recordings at home, of course. I think for a long time, they really were, after she passed away, especially. I think, I think Dad found it very hard to listen. Yeah, to I got singing. I I. And not, even us as kids, we found it very hard to listen to her singing. You know. I got very very hard to listen. Even even now, when I talk about, I get choked up. Mm. It's. Dad would be foul, but my mother just hits me. So for a long time, I, I, you know, like I suppose, you know, and especially my age and Drah had grown up, like you wouldn't be going around telling people you were no, it wasn't singing the trad songs. But now, now I'd love to be around now. Everybody's, if you're a folk musician now, you know. But you wouldn't have told it. But we were few, but far between. Anybody that was into trad music and that was would be would be bullied at school, really, which is a pity. So, can I ask Pat, how did it feel for you when Stuart and, and Jenny, like, you know, started seriously learning, like, like lots of songs? Oh, up to there, delayed. So, so proud. Because it's a tradition, you know. So, like, both of you, like, in, in more recent years, you've travelled around a fair bit singing. Tell us about a couple of places that you've been with. Um, Home was my first one, yeah. first festival I was asked to sing it. And then uh, we went over to Killarney in Scotland. We went to, to Stonehaven, Sidmouth Folk Festival. I, I always found with both of you that um, like, you, not only are you both absolutely fantastic singers, but you're, you're both carrying this extraordinary trove of, of, of songs you know, that has been, you, you know, you, you've soaked up this amazing singing tradition and you, you're keeping it so vibrant and so alive. Mm. And yet neither of you seem to have any great um, sense of how fantastic you are, I always find. They said they wouldn't have that in my head. I could tell no, you that. No, 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 no. no. You can't. I, rem- I remember Granny saying, I remember myself and Jenny saying to Granny one day, 
we love listening to your songs and she said to us and we were only eight and six so like it it didn't make any impression on us then but I was listening, thinking back now she said to me she said they're not my songs child I only have the lend of them yeah, and I'm passing I'm passing them on to you for safekeeping yeah. Yeah. so to me at the time that meant nothing to me but thinking back now I suppose there is a responsibility on you to keep it going and to oh. keep the songs because uh, they'll uh, be uh, forgotten uh, otherwise. Uh, absolutely, you know. Yeah. Carberry's Pub um, has been mentioned several times over the course of these interviews that we're doing as a, as a great crucible of folk music, particularly in Drada. The singing tradition is still very, very much alive in Carberry's. There's a, a regular Wednesday night uh, singing session, which uh, either or both of you are very often at. You were saying, Stuart, that it was when you started to go down to Carberry's with your dad that it really, the bug really bit you, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, I, I remember learning, uh, I think the first song I sang below was the Night Visiting Song, Luke Kelly's Night Visiting Song, which is a song I love. But uh, I, remember going, I remember going down, and I thought really not a whole lot of this, but I went down and sang the song and got a great buzz out of it. And, and uh, like the likes of, well, obviously, Dad being my dad, he's going to encourage me, but the, the, the encouragement and I, I just thought people were so welcoming and so great with the time. The likes of Jerry Cullen and the likes of Len Graham and so good with their time and good with their songs and making sure you got the words of a song and so it, like it, it, was, it was a great place to, to I suppose to be singing and to be to be learning and, and they brought it out of you, you know. Um, we talked about Marianne and um, and her father Pat and we in passing there we mentioned her brother Pat. Um, who played um, fiddle, straw fiddle, as we were saying. If people are um, if people are not aware of what a straw fiddle is, it's a fiddle with a it had a, it had a horn, almost like a gramophone horn, yeah, that would amplify it. And um, he, so it was his friendship with Mrs. Carberry in a way. They were in the the, yeah. the band together in the Emerald. They were in the Emerald Band, yeah. Okay, and and that was okay. I understand. So um, PC Curran then was a first cousin. First cousin. Yeah. Okay. And he made pipes, is that correct? Well, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, my mother said, yeah, I mean, Pap told him that he'd be his, him and his father, they had an old laid beyond, over the road, and most of it was made by hand, it wasn't a professionally made thing, and were able to, to um, turn down the bits and be like, I, I, I said my time on the laid, but they, they somehow or another, I never seen it, obviously, but they seem to make the chanters and all the whole lot there themselves. Now, they claim to have done, like, obviously. I never seen it, but they claim to have done. Which would be out of the, it'd be off the wall if it was true, like, you know. It, well, they said it, I don't know. It probably was. And, and these are, so we're not talking about Ellen pipes, we're talking about oh, war, like war pipes. Highland pipes, yeah. That's why I'm saying they're not the Ellen pipes. They used to have to walk in the hay band or to, or to go outside. They were never allowed in. The windows would be opened. But they would go up on top of the shed and walk up and down. But you'd hear them. You could hear them for three or four miles away. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be five or six of them, you know. But, you know, in those days, point. there was no phones were not this crack, you know, it was all... You had you to know, make your own entertainment. make your own entertainment. Yeah. And they, they bloody well did, didn't they, you know. Yeah. Just talking about PT and the, and the war pipes and stuff, um, Stuart, I might ask you, that yeah. might bring us to, to the photographs in this beautiful yeah. music room that we're in here in your home. Yeah. There's an extraordinary... Um, photograph of Petey in full kilt and regalia playing Highland Pipes. Okay, let's have a look. So it was 1915. Wow. Peter Curran, and uh, taken about 1915, it says yeah, at the bottom yeah, of the picture. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and he's in full, he has the extraordinary, the, the, the um, Celtic torque brooch there yeah. and and the kilt and uh, socks and the whole bit, and he has. Yeah, but 
That's fantastic. And like, I suppose it's um, you guys uh, have, have, have such strong friendships among the, the oh, folk yeah. uh, and the singing community of, of not just around Loud, but South Armagh and, mm. and Dublin and, and everywhere else. You're very well known and loved. And there, there's a fantastic uh, series of photographs yeah. here in the music room, Stuart. You might take us through some of these. Well, th- this a little radio. little homage, if you like. Uh, that's what I always say. My favourite part of going to any of the festivals is not so much. Well, listen, when you pick up a song that you haven't heard before, that's that's a great buzz. But it's meeting the people we've met. Like we've made some great friends, especially up in Donegal. You know, so we've we've been very lucky to make some great yeah. friends through the through and, the. And mix in with these, then we have some extraordinary uh, older photographs, which I think I'm right They're in saying. Joe Davis collection here, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe was very good to give them to me back a number of years ago, but I kind of thought that's where for me that's for me that's where it started, and then I suppose the rest. Yeah. So and, and the photos um, were some beautiful photographs of Marianne yeah. playing concertina. Yeah. I might just finish by asking you. I mean. Obviously, this is a very significant uh, year for, for Drogheda in traditional yeah, yeah. music. Um, with the FLA uh, coming for the first time ever, County Louth, um, what's your thoughts on that? Or what are you looking forward to the, to the FLA and to the music? And the Absolutely. As I was saying to you earlier on, Stephen, I would have loved to have been a teenager now because it's, it's, it's in vogue to be into traditional music and everybody's doing something. You know, as I said, like, I've been to my old school there only recently, and I've seen that new. You've seen it, the new music room. My God, how would have, how wonderful it would have been to have that when I was only fifteen, sixteen, and in school. So I think it's great, and, and I, it, it'll. I think it'll bring traditional Irish music into so many families where it may not have been seen before now. You know. I sense that we could talk for hours. Yeah. You know, I really do, and maybe another time we will do just that. Yeah. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. My part too. Um, as you can probably gather, I actually am talking about my mother and my mother's music. And I'm very proud. Thank you very much. My name is Baldarty from the North Country. Word is still upon every stream. Landlady, be quicker and bring us more liquor and fill us a pitcher that's stronger than cream. If I had your molly so pleasant and jolly, although it's a folly to ask you at all, for if I had a glass and a mile to the bottom, I drink to your molly beside Donegal with me. Fall the dal da, fall the dal da, le fall the dal da, le fall the dal le. Kill Sawalia, air LMFM, commissioned by Create Loud, the arts service of Loud County Council, with support from the Arts Council and Drogheda Credit Union, with branches in Trim and Bettystown, proud sponsors of Fla Kiln Heron. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.